Welcome to Everything Speaks If You Listen. I'm Jen Cobble Wilhoit, and I'm going to be leading you in a guided examine today. And we're going to talk a little bit about kind of the sacred presence and sacred magic of everyday life. But everyday life comes with all kinds of noises and interruptions. I'm traveling right now, and in this podcast you're about to hear, you may hear a fire alarm go off, a man spray a wasp nest, a car backing up, and locusts in the background, because that's a part of my everyday life here while I am traveling. If the recording is a little bit wonky and like you hear some stop, a stop and a sudden start, that's because I'm a bad editor. And um, I didn't think you wanted to hear all of the beep, beep, beep backup car noises that could be involved. As always, I offer this with good humor and a hefty amount of grace and acceptance. When we practice anything in life, if it cannot fit in to our ordinary everyday existence, then maybe it doesn't belong there. And I'm leaving these noises in as much as possible, not because they're too much of a hassle to try to take out, but because I think it's kind of important just to recognize that even when we're doing spiritual reflection or some kind of spiritual practice, like the world goes on around us and we don't have to completely ignore it or tune it out, but it's there. And I just think that's a little slice of normal. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this time for reflection. If you want, grab a journal. If not, keep doing your own thing. And we'll dive right in. I thought it would be fun this week to lead you in an examine since I talk about this as one of the foundational tools for self-reflection and soul listening, I, yeah, I thought it'd be nice to share with you, gift you um, some time to do some deep listening, some inner journeying, some looking back and some looking in before you move ahead. This practice of reflection leads to discernment. It's a pause so that we can let our soul catch up with our body. It gives us time and space to recognize the depth and the breadth of our humanity. A chance to gather all of our parts together, right? Our body, our brain, our, our emotions, everything's called in so many different directions. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like a floating head. Like my thoughts are just driving the show all the time and I forget, oh, I'm hungry or I haven't exercised or my body just becomes kind of this autopilot thing and my, my brain is, is the only thing I'm listening to. Sometimes it feels like maybe my emotions have center stage, but I haven't checked in with them in a way that it just feels like I'm on a roller coaster or like I'm deep underwater and I can't even really name what I'm feeling. So taking some time and space to not only embrace our humanity and give ourselves a moment to coalesce all of our parts that that go out into the world and travel deep within. And they go through time too, right? Like we we're human beings we're always considering the past and the future in our present moment i know it's ideal to be just living in the present but brass tacks always comes down to the fact that for human beings the present moment is filled with ghosts from the past and and possible visions of the future it's hard to separate those things and only be completely present but Ironically, when we practice reflection, we actually get a little bit more at ease. There's a little more equanimity with the present moment because we have set aside some time and space to intentionally look back and pull forward what needs to come with us and release what needs to stay in the past and then look ahead with some intention. Um, It also gives us time and space 
to hear a voice that includes us, but is also bigger than us. And I mean the sacred. To just hear that thrumming, humming, invitational, benevolent invitation into union and collaboration and embrace. To hear that voice that says, I love you, you belong, journey with me, let's explore, I wonder, what if, you know, in a really big and expansive way. The last thing I'll say before we get started is, you know, I named this podcast Everything Speaks if you listen for a reason. I'm, I'm very rooted in the belief that spirit, that love is in all things and speaks to and through all things. There's an animistic quality to Ignatian spirituality that I deeply appreciate and that melds with my own lineage in Christian, I mean in Celtic Christianity and and Celtic spirituality more broadly. So recognizing that the world is alive, is sparkling with, as the poet Gerard Manley Hopkins says, the grandeur of God, but other people would say like sacred magic. There's, there's a potential sparkling beauty alive and singing through us and to us all of the time. And I sometimes experience in spirituality an invitation to, re- to go on retreat. Like I just went on pilgrimage, right? Or we sometimes maybe go and have days of silence at a particular place or we go hiking or camping alone. We go into isolation or into small group work, but we remove ourselves from our daily rhythm so that we can rekindle or reconnect with spirit and with our spirit within, with our own inner wisdom and and sense of self and deep truth, and and reanimate what animates us. I I think that's really beautiful. I participate in that. I support that. It's wonderful. But I'm always, I'm always this person on the sidelines, cheering and <laughs> hopping from foot to foot saying, please don't forget the sacred presence, sacred magic, the, the animism of creativity and hospitality and benevolence and just creative fire is alive everywhere. Our ordinary lives are not so full of hustle that it can diminish that. We already have magical, abundant, profound, meaningful, and purposeful lives as they are right now. If spirit is truly with us and abiding with us and inviting us into collaboration and creativity and growth, if we are truly freely um, available to grow and transform and explore, then there can be no landscape, no time of day, no circumstance where we are sheltered or removed from sacred presence, sacred magic. It, it cannot be that it's only an opportunity to connect deeply and spiritually when we have retreated from our real life. If spirit is not alive and kindling life within me and around me, within you and around you, in our ordinary lives, then I have a misunderstanding of who and what spirit is. Because truly for everything to be speaking with sacred presence or possibility, for there truly to be an energy, a force, a being, however you name it, that moves through each of us and and towards each of us and between each of us, then there can be no circumstance that guards and gatekeeps that presence. We cannot have so much hustle and so much um, modern go, go, go that would ever truly extinguish sacred flame. It just doesn't hold any rational, it doesn't, it doesn't hold water. It, it doesn't hold together rationally. And so I'm, I'm always going to be on the sidelines and 
of the everyday saying when we pause, when we take a moment to reflect, to listen within, we are remembering. And I mean recalling through memory, but also patching ourselves back together, coalescing, remembering, stitching together, re-knitting our understanding that sacred connection and presence, creativity and newness and possibility and friendship and transformation, they are alive and inviting already. They haven't left our day-to-day life. It has not left our day-to-day life. The examine, it's like it just gives us space to gently turn our gaze and our posture so that we can see what is sparkling and alive with spirituality and magic and manifestation and possibility right here and now within us, within you, within our world, within our days, within our so-called ordinariness, which is no less of a portal and a threshold and a meeting ground for our own humanity and spiritual connection than a retreat on top of a glorious mountain would be. So it's with that entree and and that context and that rootedness that I invite you to participate in this examine. Very quick note. When I'm when I'm leading this reflective practice and there isn't someone right in front of me or with with me that I can see with my own human senses, I can't get cued in to how many and how long the pause between the invitations of the practice need to be. So if you are listening to this and you're in a place where you're thinking, you know, I have 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to grab my journal really quick, light a candle, get centered and, and do this in, in a format that is more formalized. You really want to write down your reflections or you really want to be able to pause and sink deep into your listening. Then you may find you, you want to extend the time between questions. You may be stopping and starting this podcast multiple times. If you're out walking or you're driving right now or you're kind of tidying your house, you know, you're, you're running some errands, you're doing little chores, it's also completely wonderful to just let the pacing that I go with go into your day and into your consciousness, into your heart, into your body, and trust what comes up and, and leave it at that. Um, that's one thing I love about this practice is that it has a structure, but it also has tremendous flexibility. So let yourself be in the context that you are, that you are in, and respond to the prompts in a way that suits your context. Don't push the river is what I mean. Don't force your, don't say, oh, I'll get back to this later when I can do it officially. Any way that you're engaging with it is official and good and beautiful. So here we go, an ordinary examine. Welcome to here. Here you are. Take a moment and just notice what you're hearing. Maybe in the background you can hear the cicadas that are in the background where I am. Take some breaths. Notice where you're sitting or where you're standing, how you're moving or how you're not moving. Just orient yourself. And name something that brings a smile to your face. Name something that matters to you. It can be really big or really small. Something you're grateful for that put a spring in your step. Maybe you had time 
to grab your favorite coffee today. Maybe you saw a beautiful deer stepping into the wood while you were commuting. Maybe somebody told you you did a great job. Maybe you've been missing someone and you've heard their voice again. Just name something that's precious to you. When we name something that matters to us, we're telling the truth about ourselves. We're naming what is beautiful and alive in our life and what also gives us ground to stand on. It is the place where we start to find meaning and purpose. It's also where we, be, we begin to meet the sacred. Here is something that you are naming as precious in your sight and in your life. And this thing is looking back at you and you are sharing a gaze of appreciation or delight or love with one another. Here is the first face and hand of the sacred reaching out as dear, as coffee, as a friend or family member or lover's voice, as a job well done. Let's look at just today. If you want to look at a whole week, you certainly are welcome, but look back, pull out your calendar um, pull out your, um, so look back on your day, maybe your week, and notice what happened, and notice how you felt about it. Just make a kind of bullet point list in your head, maybe start with when you woke up, because we love chronology as humans. What, what went on today? What happened this past week? You can rely on your memory. You can look at your calendar, photos on your phone. Notice if there was a bunch of stuff that was supposed to happen that didn't happen. Were you frustrated? annoyed? Were you in flow a lot this week and you were just knocking stuff out of the park? Did things feel like a scramble? Were you hustling, fatigued, always feeling like you were playing catch up? Were there surprises this week? Notice the appointments, the context changes, the tasks, the projects, the interruptions, just the stuff. And notice how it felt when you went through the stuff. You don't have to judge it. Just notice. Notice what it was like, what this landscape of this day was like and what your kind of internal weather system was as a result. Stormy, calm, on edge, a mixture. A day holds a lot, a week holds even more, but just one day, I mean, so many different roles you've had to play. So many different things you've had to navigate. Problems you've had to solve. Things you've had to complete. Things that went in one direction and took another. In one day, you may have been 15 different people and all yourself. In one day, you may have gone through epics of time or traveled millions of miles because the different things you were doing were so different and so varied. 
can you take a breath and just have space for the volume of what a day is for you or what this day has been for you. We want to invite some deeper listening beneath the surface of these feelings and thoughts and these activities and tasks. Thinking of this day or this week, letting it all be really, really present to your body and your heart and your mind. Is there one or two things that are rising to the surface that just keep coming up? They won't let you go. Maybe it's something that you can't stop thinking about it and every time you do, it kind of brings a sly smile to your face or you want to get out your pen and quickly take some notes because it's energized you. It's got you really thinking. Maybe it was a synchronicity that you can't quite believe. Maybe it felt like a moment of reprieve, a moment of understanding. Just like our gratitude, let this remembrance, let this thing that might be rising up to the surface Let it be big or small. It doesn't have to be that you won a big award or that you achieved a major goal. Maybe for some reason or another, making dinner or eating breakfast just won't leave your recollection right now and you don't even know why. Just let it be. Let it come forward. In the way that you understand sacred presence, ask spirit, ask this event or memory, ask yourself, is there more in this moment that wants to be shared? Is there something more that this moment is trying to bring to me about how I feel a sense of belonging or a sense of purpose? It's okay if nothing really emerges. If something does, and it really feels like there's more than it wants to say, just make note of that in your head, in your heart, in your journal. Let the door in your heart and your head stay open So that if this moment wants to speak to you more deeply, it has time and space and permission to come to you through the rest of the day or in the days to come. Invite it to continue to speak to you if it needs to. This may be spirit or a source of great meaning and purpose pulling you, inviting you into deeper relationship. It may be that you're being asked to see part of a pattern or a bigger picture. For some reason, this task, this memory, is carrying an importance or a value or a weight that other things in the day didn't carry. Keep sitting with the day. 
Is there a moment or moments, a task, an event that seems to be pulling on you? Like your stomach is dropping. Like maybe your blood is going cold. Like you wish you could turn away from it. You don't want to have to think about it. But it's there. It's persistent. It's kind of nagging at you. It's at your heels. It's at your heart. It's out of the corner of your eye. There's just something that won't let you go, but it doesn't feel enlivening. It feels stressful or heartbreaking or worrying. It can be very hard to welcome these moments as a sacred teacher because the feeling of them can be isolating or bitter. But even in places where we feel estranged or stretched, we may have invitation into connection and into wisdom and into freedom and into insight. Let this moment sink. Where were you? What was happening? What was the context of this day's event that has left you feeling sad or wishing that you didn't have to think about this, or angry, or misunderstood. Don't forget to breathe. Remember that we're calling forth what is still alive in the past not so that it haunts us, but so that we can befriend it and know it and move on from it when the time is right. Ask this moment, ask the sacred, ask yourself, is there anything in this moment that needs to speak to me and share more wisdom with me than it already has? Is there something more to this than appears to be at first blush? And simply acknowledge that. Put a little stake in the ground, a little mile marker It was at this time, in this place, in this context that I felt both enlivened and a different time, a different place, a different context today where I felt drained. Maybe these two invitations that we call consolation and desolation, deep soul connection and deep soul disconnection, maybe these are two forces that want to guide us towards more of our uniqueness, more union with what is true for us, more healing, more reconciliation, more transformation, more hope. The sweet and the bitter offer their medicine to our souls. We're going to stay in the past just a little bit, thinking about this day, maybe this week, Anything unresolved? Any loose ends? I's that need dotting, T's that need crossing, circling back, boundaries that need watering, little hedgerows of of healthy boundaries that need tending, rituals and routines that need to be reaffirmed, anything undone that left undone for a long time, be it a misunderstanding with you and another person, 
be it a withdrawal from a routine that you know if you keep withdrawing from the routine could could cause harm to you or or great discomfort towards your own well-being any little task that left too long will be like a a a teapot just boiling and boiling and boiling and whistling and becoming more alarming the longer that it's set what little things big or small breaches little ruptures in relationships with others with yourself but also just tasks are a bit of a live wire right now can you name those or sense into those again they don't have to be big conflagrations of discord and and problem these can just be the tiny threads of our day the invitation is to see them so that we can make a commitment to ourselves to weave them back in to enter into some mending and repair and tending tending and mending of ourselves of our relationships to others and our relationships to the work that we do in the world our tasks this is not about getting everything on your list done this is about noticing where you might need some TLC where you may need to seek accord or amends with somebody maybe there was a little misunderstanding a charged tone of voice that needs and wants to be healed and smoothed over maybe your inner critic has started to get a bit out of hand today and you need some gentleness towards yourself some affirmation maybe some things have been left on the shelf to be done quote unquote later and you're really realizing later needs to start soon like tomorrow those things need to be tended to you are a vibrant living person in a vibrant dynamic universe things get rubbed up against things get torn broken a little bit things get worn out we get worn out and fatigued the act of tending and mending is not about blame and shame it's about a beautiful accountability that keeps us in loving relationship with ourselves and with those people and those activities around us that help define our day and our life it is normal and natural for things to move in and out of right relationship we don't have a narrow knife's edge path where we do everything perfectly we have a winding path a path that offers u turns and opportunities to come back and reconsider and revisit and repair and this step is about that When you're thinking about what you need and want and who you need and want to circle back to including possibly yourself remember that you are setting an intention to actually take that action Here we're moving forward now We're leaving the past Imagine yourself maybe in your driveway or on a porch or walking to a vehicle maybe you're on a dock think of yourself in a threshold place you've spent some time going through your pack going through the day we're going to let some things stay in the past and put them to bed thank yourself thank the day thank the sacred for a full experience notice how full maybe too full gather the one or two things that seem to still have something to say to you those moments of 
deep connection or deep disconnection. Let them travel with you before you move on. Let sacred speak to those places and those moments as your life unfolds. You're going to spend time with these issues and events in the future. You've made note of what needs some repair, some tending, some mending. You've made an intention that you're going to take action on that. And now, before you put your head down to go to sleep or you wrap up your evening, before you move into the next chapter, the next day, the next week, let's look and see where are you going and let's plan ahead just a little bit. What is on the horizon for you? What, what do you have to get done? Or what things are do you get to do? What's coming up for you that you already know about? These are things on the horizon that are coming toward you and you're coming towards them in the next few days or hours. How do you want to greet them? What do you need to be provisioned with to deal with all of this? Can you ask yourself and sacred for what you need in the near future? Maybe it's some patience. Maybe it's some clarity. Maybe it's for some things to just go in your favor because you're feeling at the end of your rope. Maybe it's the feeling that there's more hours in the day than there really are. Maybe it's some good humor. What do you want to carry with you? And what can you ask spirit to grant you, to give you as a loving gift so that you can meet what you know is ahead of you? And now think about this horizon inside of you. What are you itching and wanting to do? Maybe dreading to do, but you, you're going you're gonna to do it. You're going to try it. What is calling to you inside to go out into the world with? Is it a new project, a new class you want to take? A risk, a small risk you want to take, maybe a big risk? Is it looking forward to a break, to a nap, to a, to a long sleep-in on the weekend? What is stirring within you? It doesn't have to be the great American novel. It can be big or small. You can look forward to having some time to eating your favorite frozen meal in front of your favorite streaming show while playing your favorite online game. Just a moment of bliss for yourself. You can be looking forward to the time you're going to take to learn a new language that you've been working on or to finish some cross-stitching or moving furniture about or researching a plane ticket or looking at a new job listing or trying a hairstyle big or small there's something in you that wants to be expressed it wants to have legs and not be an idea anymore. It wants to go out through you and be alive in the world, be in motion. What is that? This is where we set our intentions before we leave the porch, before we leave the dock, before we move on with our day, after we've gotten done looking back and listening to what needs mending right now, 
we look ahead before we start traveling ahead and just provision ourselves as much as possible. Is the sacred inviting you into something? Hey, I wonder if you would be willing to... Do you have something like that stirring within? As best as you can, make a commitment to take action on this, just like the mending and tending. And then as we're wrapping up, name one more thing that you're you're just smitten with. You just love, you're just delighted by. You just like... the perfect playlist you made for fall. The tiny arrangement of box teas that you put in your kitchen. The fact that your friend cooked cooked dinner. Name something that you're grateful for. This is the way our ending becomes our new beginning. We started with gratitude. We're ending with gratitude. This becomes part of the road that we step on as we go forward. We take this treasure with us, like Hemingway said, as a movable feast. We let what brings us alive and what is pulling on our heart, and all of the things we've named that we cherish, we bring it with us to abide with us and accompany us as we go forward. And we bring our intention, our devotional effort, our promise as best as we can to try to do the mending and the, and the intentional tasks, the little goals we set out to do. It's not a contract we're writing. We're just saying, yeah, at the end of this examine, I have a sense of what I've put to bed and what I want and need and I'm going to try to take action on. Know and trust that spirit is going to be speaking to you throughout tomorrow throughout the following week. Your inner wisdom is going to be speaking to you throughout tomorrow, throughout the coming week to remind you of what you said your intentions were, to speak more deeply at those places of heart connection and heartbreak, to reveal pattern and purpose from this practice. You have scattered seeds, they will start to grow. And that is the end of our examine reflection practice. I hope it felt good to go within and listen. I do this practice in lots of different ways, sometimes way more casually. This was kind of slow and gentle and I hope compassionate. Sometimes I do them thematically, sometimes I do them a bit roughshod. Sometimes I do them very left brain, very pragmatically, very checklisty. Sometimes I do them very ethereally and really try to get into a space of intuitive channeling and connection with spirit. And other times it's just, just the facts. But I hope this offering today met you in a place where you could hear the vastness of your own human experience, the texturedness of your own human experience, how miraculous and and involved and detailed and expansive you and your day really are every single day. I hope you got to feel and notice little sparks, even though some of them we named have this heavy gravitational pull this feeling of, of maybe sadness to them. These are nonetheless sparks of divine in, in, invitation. 
there's a magic alive in you and your experiences that wants more of your attention. And you have spent time turning your gaze and your posture and your attention towards that thing saying, tell me more. And you have created space for the sacred to come in and breathe in more wisdom and possibility than maybe you're fully seeing and experiencing right now. This practice will continue to do its work in your depths and in your day going forward. Just listen and let the magic reveal itself. Let sacred reach out and reveal itself. Let you see yourself for the beautiful diamond that you are. Thanks for joining me, friends. If you, as always, if you would like more info on this practice and the many different ways that I approach it and ways that you can start to do it regularly with yourself in long ways and short ways and quick ways and silly ways and fast ways and serious ways, my newsletter talks about this practice pretty regularly. I have lots of free illustrated tools that I offer, including an illustrated mini book that talks about the history of where this practice is rooted from and how I have expanded it and altered it into my own playful and modern um, spiritual framework. I have oracle decks that um, just talk about the consolation and desolation piece so we can really see this pattern emerging um, from a sacred center in us of of where we might need more connection and healing and where we're feeling really enlightened it it can be such a wonderful set of breadcrumbs to see um, the consistency in where we feel enlivened and where we feel brokenhearted. It, it can be a, a powerful set of invitations when we see those things um, over and over and over again. So I have a deck that just focuses on a series of questions to get you thinking about this connection and disconnection on a daily basis. And I have a deck that it also walks you through this practice with both pictures and then with verb verbiage on the back. And And coming up, like I said, will be opportunities to do this one-on-one with me where we can frame your own life's questions together and, and help get the shape of your own inner compass and North Star. Um, small group work is coming as well as some examined journals and an illustrated examined book. Very next thing on the docket that I want to share with you and will be featured on the podcast next week is a look at Halloween from a spiritual perspective. I will have a podcast for you looking at the difference between Samhain, which is rooted in the Celtic uh, spiritual world of over 2,000 years ago up through current days, and then Halloween, which is rooted in Samhain but has become its very own thing. And um, I will have a small mini course, a journal. It'll be like $19, $20 with four four themes from Halloween, four images, ghosts, monsters, costumes and masks, bones, and then I'm throwing in an extra thing on vampires. And we're going to look at these scary images as doorways, as thresholds, as portals to actually self-love and sacred spiritual connection. I was thinking of doing something on just Samhain, but um, Spirit really is insistent that I focus on Halloween. I, I will recognize Samhain, we can talk about that, but Halloween is different and it has become so commercialized and so commodified. And I think that um, there is nonetheless in our horror story, scary story, even commercialization, um, a kind of set of folkloric images woven through Halloween itself that are surprisingly spiritual and surprisingly affirming doorways into self-reflection, self-love, and sacred connection. So it'll be like a little illustrated journal, love and hope will be all over it, those two characters, um, prompts, and then eight audio reflections that you can listen to that I guide you through that talk about each one of these, um, yeah, each one of these invitations through this, this scary folklore 
it's not a creepy course. It's a, it's really my attempt to bring some of the depth that I know exists within Halloween and, and bring it to the front, to front and center. And, um, it's not in competition with, with anything with Samhain. I honor both, but how, yeah, spirit wanted me to talk about Halloween. So we're going to do that and reframe it and give it some depth because there is depth there and, um, and threshold there that's worth exploring. So that's more on that next week, but I'll send you links to the newsletter. If you want to know more about this reflection tool, more on the cards, the card decks, uh, support to support your practice of listening on the daily and, and support your ability to see the magical and sacred presence that's already alive in you and your day right now. All right. Sending my love until next week. Take good care. Thanks again for joining me on today's podcast of Everything Speaks If You Listen. I really appreciate your time, your energy, your engagement. And if you liked or loved this podcast, it would mean a lot if you could rate it for me. Give it the old five-star review or the thumbs up or whatever your application asks you to do to say, I like it. And then if you could share it with a friend or family member that you think might vibe with it also, that would be great. I deeply appreciate the care towards the admin part of this kind of stuff in relationship, as well as you just tuning in. If you'd like to know more about me and my work, there are links in the show notes. You can visit me at jencobbleworks.com. Hang out and talk to me on Instagram at Cobbleworks or sign up for my newsletter where there are some stories and free comics and art and self-reflection worksheets given every month and lots of fun, deep email exchanges between me and you if you enjoy that. Thanks, friends. Take care.